0: savings we give you supplies at a flat rate you want less legwork? we do free pickups move your local business forward with the united states postal service let's connect at uspsconnect.com local specific markets restrictions apply same day or next day delivery expected but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination finding the right medicare plan oof no easy feat Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. (laughs) But then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost (laughs) copays. I can get down with that. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Find a plan that's right for you at walgreens.com slash Medicare.
1: And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Sweet and Crispy Homestyle French Toast Sticks.
0: That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Red Monday is brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. This is Sports Setup. I'm Christine Lisi. Chiefs coach Andy
1: Reid today denied providing inaccurate information about receiver Kadarius. Tony said nothing was made up. Tony's working through some things, and we'll be back out there. Yesterday, Tony went on an expletive-laden social media rant, appeared to accuse the team of lying about his health. He was held out of the AFC title game with what the team said were hip and personal reasons. Doc Rivers set to make his Bucks coaching debut tonight in Denver against the defending champion Nuggets. Rivers taking over for the fired Adrian Griffin with his vast coaching experience and NBA champion Doc should resonate with his new team, believes ESPN NBA analyst Tim Legler. He walks in there, and he's got a ring on his finger. And I think as a coach, that's going to carry a lot of weight with a veteran
2: team. Uh, he's going to be able to say certain things to them probably and have them receive it differently than maybe some things Adrian Griffin could have said. So I'm looking at what the Bucks do defensively, transition defense, half-court pick-and-roll adjustments. Those kinds of things, because that's what the Bucs need to clean up the most.
1: Our Tim Legler, Cavaliers power forward Evan Mobley, returns from left knee surgery tonight versus the Clippers. He last played on December 6th.
0: Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy. Coming up Tuesday, I'll tell you which quarterbacks have raised their stock the most in the playoffs. It's on 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to the pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM.
1: Small town, big
0: dreams, and a young boy, the age of fifteen, had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get seen in the city of the home
3: of our Happy Monday, everyone. It's a victory Monday because of the Kansas City Chiefs. They are once again Super Bowl bound. How crazy is that? Of course, we'll break that down. We'll talk about the NFC Championship game, college basketball recap. It is all coming your way right here on The Pulse on Wichita sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. That's the old school way to find us on the old radio dial. If you're a little more new school and like to stream the show you certainly can by going to ESPNWichita.com There is a listen live link on there. There's a button. Can't miss it. Once you tap in ESPNWichita.com hit the button. We'll pop up. It's as simple as that. We also have a podcast page on there. So if you want to Go back and listen to Shane's show, the Border Patrol, the program with Seren Petro. It is all available at your fingertips on top of Spotify and Apple Music. Also, you can stream the show by downloading the TuneIn app, also a nifty little thing to have. And if you have a smart speaker, you can tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or KKG. I'm Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is producing. Remember, the call is 316 669 4996. If you would like to voice your opinions about the Kansas City Chiefs, you can certainly do that by calling 316 669 4996. Just be aware when you call in, try not to be too crazy, I suppose. We always enjoy taking calls, the ones that we do get. We do appreciate it. So if you want to call, feel free. You will need that number if you hear a Travis Kelsey sounder. Travis Kelsey, once again, the post game yesterday. You got to fight for your right to party. Well, that's the sounder. You have to pay attention. And once you hear it, you have to be the third caller at 316-669-4996. That's in order for you to be in the grand prize drawing for a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light neon sign. It is brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to enter. You'll also need that number if you want to go catch the Wichita State Shockers in a UTSA Roadrunners we have a pair of tickets for you in our number one, hour number two. I don't know. Got to pay attention. But I will tell you, call in now. You have to be X caller in order to win these tickets. It is our day at Coke Arena, next Wednesday. So we'll be there, 630 tip, pair of tickets, yours. Just got to listen, and you got to be able to dial somewhat quickly. So be ready for that. Text line, 316-247-0923. And we continue to get a bunch of these text messages. You guys are great. 316-247-0923. One guy already saying, well, my predictions were almost correct. That is until this happened. Dang, the Lions choked. Go Chiefs. And you I, – I, I can't have – I can't click it now because it's going to pop up. But – I see Adam Sandler as Happy Gilmore, probably looking over Bob Barker. So I'm assuming that's the text message, and that's what the video is about. Appreciate you, Texter. Continue to give us your reaction from this past weekend at 316-247-0923. We also have social media. If you want to follow us on the various social media pages, we highly encourage it. We try to dish out as much content as possible. It's always good content in my eyes. We have a a great digital slash social media team. Go to Instagram, Twitter slash X, Facebook. Go to ESPN Wichita. And speaking of Facebook, we did wrap up our contest. We are giving away an autographed jersey signed by Brian Cook, the safety for the Kansas City Chiefs. He will be in attendance next week in Las Vegas ahead of the latest Super Bowl featuring the Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Thank you to everyone that did log on to Facebook, like, and follow our page. And I'm telling you right now, you should just like and follow our pages because you just never know when we're going to do more giveaways. And don't you want to be the first to know about those giveaways? I would be, so go to our social media pages, like and follow, please, and thank you. Here on the show today, as you might imagine, pretty heavy with football talk in hour number one. We have some audio from post-game dealing with Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to bring that to you just in case things get a little wacky later on this week. Don't know if we're going to have that Chiefs locker room report, same thing with Andy Reid, we're still piecing that together. Andy Reid Audio, of course, is brought to you by Sticks 96 Golf in Schofield, Honda. Our Chiefs Locker Report brought to you by Wichita Furniture and Mattress. Hopefully we'll have some of that stuff for you as the week rolls along, but just in case, we'll give you Reid coming up in just a little bit. And yes, we will also talk about the NFC title game at the same time. After that, our Beast of the Week my guess is we'll continue to talk about the Chiefs and the Ravens and so on and so forth. I would be stunned if Jack Johnson went elsewhere, but we'll see. Hour number two, not a good day for KU and K-State on Saturday. K-State gets destroyed by Houston. KU pretty loose on the perimeter against the Iowa State Cyclones. We'll recap both those games coming up at 3.02. 3.25, the game happened yesterday. Not a ton of people in attendance to watch it, but for those that did watch it, you had a chance to witness the first conference win for the Shockers under head coach Paul Mills. We'll break down that at 325. And then at 345, we will wrap things up with a Mount Rushmore Monday. Jack Johnson always is going to surprise us. So that's your lineup for today. It's January 29, 2024. Thank you so much for joining us here on this wonderful Monday afternoon, a victory Monday. And if you're a 49ers fan like one, Tristan, who's messaging me right now, just sent me a gif of George Kittle. He's happy. Come on. You should have sent me a gif of Brock Purdy. That's your boy. That's your boy. And he's going to lead the 49ers a Super Bowl, right? That's your boy. Also, too, on the text line, hold on course, something pops up when I'm trying to pull it up. Always appreciate the text messages at 316-247-0923. I want to see Pat giving away the Super Bowl trophy to the Chiefs in 13 days. <laughs> All right, Nate the Great. I'll find a, a way to do that, but I don't think I'll be sticking around for the game itself. Shane did kind of let the cat out of the bag. Things will be a little bit different for me one week from now. At this point, you will not be listening to me. You'll be listening to Shane Dennis. And the reason why is because I will be flying, hopefully I'll be flying, to Las Vegas to cover another Super Bowl, another Super Bowl, radio row, third one for us here as a station. We're super pumped to bring you all the the great coverage and video, Opening night's on Monday, so hoping to get there in, in a safe manner and get a chance to catch all of that. And then uh, we'll see what stars come out in Las Vegas for Radio Row next week. So things will be a little bit different next week. Don't think I'll have the ability to give out the Lombardi Trophy to the Kansas City Chiefs, but maybe I'll bring them good luck. I guess I am 1-0 when it comes to that with the Chiefs making the Super Bowl was there last year in Phoenix. I was in L.A. a couple years ago and now going to Las Vegas next week. So Shane kind of hinted at it. Things are a go. The green light has been given, and I will be talking to you from Las Vegas next week. And it's all because of the Kansas City Chiefs and what they were able to do. The Kansas City Chiefs find a way – to knock off the Baltimore Ravens on their own field. Kansas City, 17, Baltimore, 10. And we discussed this on Friday. The Baltimore Ravens, and listening to Saran Petro's coverage of the whole thing too, the Ravens have few weaknesses. They're going to be the team. This is the, the moment for them to get the job done, Same thing said about the Buffalo Bills, just not the whole no weaknesses part. This is the moment. This is Patrick Mahomes and the worst team for the Chiefs in the last six years. This is it. This is the time to finally get over the hump. And Patrick Mahomes says, "Uh uh-uh, we are the champs. That is what we are. We are the champs. And, boy, did they show it yesterday. Now, it felt like there multiple times throughout the game, Kansas City was unable to officially slam the door shut on Baltimore. That was probably the scariest part, was you're sitting there in the second half going, when is it going to happen? When does Baltimore hit on the long play? When does Lamar Jackson... Scramble free for 30 to 40 yards. When does Kansas City's defense break? When do the turnovers happen for the Kansas City Chiefs? Everyone's sitting and waiting for that to happen, especially Baltimore Ravens fans. And never came. And they finally slammed the door when Marquez Valdez scantling makes a remarkable grab in order to seal the deal for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes in the fourth, first quarter was humming. Guy did not miss fire at all, and you could tell that he was locked in. Him and Travis Kelsey both were locked in from the get-go, and they're the ones that set the tone. And I don't know if you saw any of the video in pregame. I don't know what the beef was between Justin Tucker, one of the greatest kickers of all time in the National Football League, and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, but there was a little bit of beef there. Patrick Mahomes doesn't need much to get fired up. Him being a a road underdog again, and the fact that it was a five-point spread at kickoff, he was motivated, he was ready to rock and roll, and he was dialed in, and that offense was clicking. That offense was truly firing on all cylinders. And then the Baltimore Ravens were able to tighten things up in half number two. But I give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs. If if you would have told me in the second half that that's how it would go, Patrick Mahomes would start that way. And then in half number two, the Kansas City Chiefs offense would become non existent in the second half. If you had told me that, I would have thought that Baltimore was probably winning by a touchdown, if not maybe a couple different scores. Truly do believe that. Because it would feel like the Chiefs would need to get some points in the second half in order to get the win. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's the offense. That's what needs to happen. Well, once again, the Kansas City Chiefs defense came to play. We brought up how this defense can bring the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. As bad as the offense has been at times this year, that defense is good enough to be in a Super Bowl. It is good enough to be in a Super Bowl. Some people have questioned Steve Spagnolo for years. Some people have questioned some other parts of this Kansas City Chiefs defense. But they were able to lock up the Baltimore Ravens in the second half, only giving up three points. And really there in the first half, if it wasn't for one big play, If it wasn't for that, the Kansas City Chiefs would have blanked the Baltimore Ravens and maybe would have held the Baltimore Ravens out of the end zone for the entire game. Let that sink in. A Baltimore Ravens team that dominated teams in the regular season that were three games above 500 or better. They dominated the best teams in the National Football League. That offense would be essentially shut out in a game. Just absurd. You do have to give credit to LeJerry Sneed on the one punch that he had toward the end zone, but that's what you get if you're Zay Flowers. Don't talk smack. You talk smack is what's going to come back to bite you. LeJerry Sneed made one incredible play. The non-Pro Bowl cornerback was able to make that play. Once again, throw him all the money. Chris Jones will probably get a franchise tag, but give LeJerry Sneed all that money because he earned it once again by stripping Zay Flowers before the goal line. And really there in that first half, I really like the aggressiveness of of Andy Reid. I texted Jack that. It's like, hey, look at Andy Reid be somewhat aggressive here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, it didn't always pay off with a boatload of points, but I like the mindset. I really do. And really in the second half, If you had told me that the Chiefs' rushing attack would be completely shut down, I would think, well, okay, Patch Mahomes is throwing the football 80 times in the game, and that doesn't always result in wins. And likewise, on the other side, I don't know what the Baltimore Ravens were truly thinking with their strategy on offense. Because think about it. You have Lamar Jackson, who's going to be named MVP, and he should be. He should be named the MVP. He had a great regular season, and that's what MVPs usually are all about. They're always about performing in the regular season. Yesterday, he had some few forces, and he had some few misses as well for the Baltimore Ravens, and you got to give credit to Kansas City for that. But back to the strategy for the Baltimore Ravens, I don't know how you only rushed the ball 16 times in total with that offense. I don't understand that part at all. And I know Lamar Jackson is a big chunk of the carries. He's got half of them. You have eight carries combined. Gus Edwards has three. Justice Hill also with three. And Zay Flowers, a wide receiver, got two. Take Zay Flowers out of the conversation. You're talking six carries by your tailbacks. Kansas City had 24 alone for Isaiah Pacheco. Only averaged 2.8 yards per carry. Wasn't pretty. His longest carry was 12 yards. They still tried to at least establish something. They kept trying to go to it. And that's the one thing we've said about Baltimore all throughout the regular season. And really, under John Harbaugh, it's always been if the rush, rushing attack isn't working. The Baltimore Ravens continue to go to it. They never truly go away from their identity. And as good as Lamar Jackson truly is, passing the ball 37 times and only rushing a combined eight times with guys not named Lamar Jackson, that is not a winning strategy. Lamar Jackson should have the ball in his hands at all times, sure. But Baltimore... With Gus Edwards, he averaged 6.7 yards per carry on those three carries. Now, just Hill, not much. Zay Flowers, not so much, whatever. But I'm just still speechless at the fact that the Baltimore Ravens truly disbanded the run early. That part does not make any sense to me whatsoever. Didn't you just see what the Buffalo Bills did a week before? Maybe you should go and do that. But no, the Baltimore Ravens, you know what they did yesterday? The Baltimore Ravens played like the Kansas City Chiefs in the regular season. They had numerous turnovers. The Baltimore Ravens couldn't get out of their own way, shot themselves in the foot by having dumb penalties. You can't taunt, can't do that, save flowers, can't do that. You also can't take your helmet and smash it in the helmet of Travis Kelsey. They had dumb penalties. They had dumb turnovers. And they completely just, I think in my opinion, just overthinking themselves. That sounds like what we saw from the Kansas City Chiefs in the regular season. You saw penalties on the offensive line. You had turnovers in the red zone. At times, things were clicking on offense because of some of the decision-making by the coaching. The Baltimore Ravens did what the Kansas City Chiefs did in the regular season. And that's because, what did we say last week? The pressure is not on Kansas City and Mahomes. It's, it's not, which is wild considering what they have done over the years. The pressure is solely on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens because they have never done it. They haven't have been able to get over the hump. Despite their preseason or regular season success, they haven't been able to get over the hump. The Buffalo Bills in the same category, they all felt the pressure. It was all on them compared to Kansas City. And I got to say, Patrick Mahomes in that scenario, that team in that scenario, it's got to feel pretty good to truly feel like an underdog and go, hey, whatever happens here, we weren't supposed to be here. We weren't supposed to beat Buffalo on the road in the divisional round. We weren't supposed to beat the Baltimore Ravens on the road in the AFC championship game. We weren't supposed to make it to the AFC title game for the sixth straight year. We weren't supposed to get to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last five years. And now they're going to go up against the San Francisco team a Niners team that is already favored by two points, they're going to be underdog again. And Patrick Mahomes as an underdog has proven to be pretty darn good. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Kansas City. They saved their best for last, and that's the only thing that we really demanded from this team. In the regular season, at times, it sure looked like they're going to be a one and done team in the playoffs. But here they stand getting ready for a trip out west to play for another Super Bowl, to continue this dynasty that continues to unfold in front of our eyes with questionable wide receivers, with an offensive line that has a lot of money in it and maybe hasn't performed at the highest of levels in the eyes of many people. So many different things, so many things to put on a list and put doubt on. Doubt this, doubt that, doubt this. But yet, they take down the Baltimore Ravens, a team that we feel like might be one of the best ones that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have seen in the postseason. And now they get ready for the San Francisco 49ers. Just simply remarkable. This run, if they can take down the Niners, you could argue that this might be the maybe one of the toughest paths to a Super Bowl championship. Now, that could be for a later discussion. But after what I saw and after what we've seen for this Chiefs team, a lot of people might have doubted them. But Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs defense, they continue to stand strong. And here they are, a step away from another Lombardi trophy. Just incredible. 316-247-0923. Feel free to drop the text messages. Give me your thoughts. Who was the star of the game in your eyes? Maybe it was an entire position group like the defense. Maybe it's Steve Spagnolo. Maybe it's Patrick Mahomes. Let me know who the star of the game was in your eyes. Jack Johnson, I know you had a chance to do a victory lap during the Shane Dennis show. I'm sure you have some other stuff coming here as the show progresses. The Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last five years. Your thoughts.
4: Yeah, I mean, we discussed it last week, and I believe I said something along the lines of if they win, uh, they put themselves in the category to have the greatest five-year stretch that's ever happened in the NFL. Uh, The two comparable ones. The Patriots, when they won back-to-back Super Bowls in the early 2000s, they had a five-year stretch in which they won three Super Bowls. The Dallas Cowboys did it in the 90s. They won back-to-back, so they were before New England's back-to-back years, but both of those teams did something the Chiefs have not yet, and that was they lost in the divisional round. The Cowboys, I believe, lost in 96, correct me if I'm wrong on the text line, to Carolina. I think that was a... to game, and that was the end of their five-year stretch. And then I think Tom Brady in one of those years in the five-year stretch lost in the divisional round to either Indianapolis or Pittsburgh. It was one of those two teams. So Kansas City has now put themselves in a category that if they win in two Sundays, that'll be the greatest five-year stretch that's ever happened in NFL history. And to know that the worst season that Mahomes has had was an overtime loss in the AFC title game, I mean, how many other quarterbacks are going to be able to challenge that in history? Never going to say it's impossible, but, damn, I mean that's a hard mark to reach when you just think about it. Uh, I I thought it was uh, very interesting what Dan Campbell said in his press conference after their loss was that, you know, this could have been our only shot. And Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus tweeted out that, you know, it's a harsh reality, but it's true because you're following up a 12-win season and getting back to the Super Bowl after getting to an NFC title game. It's bonkers to do that. It's really, really hard to do that. Then you go to Kansas City side. Pat, they won 17 games last year. They were 17 and three in 20 games, and yet this team, who I criticized, I feel like a lot of people criticized for being weaker. You know, they didn't have a lot of offensive help. They made a lot of questionable decisions. Here they are again in another Super Bowl, and had their hardest path that they've ever had to get to that Super Bowl. Two road wins against Baltimore and Buffalo, and the way they won those games just absolutely incredible. And yes, there's always going to be the you know, the officials had an impact in this game, and oh, the NFL is rigged. The fact of the matter is, the Chiefs have become the Patriots, and NFL fan bases are longing for the days now of Tom Brady because Tom Brady and the Patriots didn't even have the global popularity the Chiefs have, and a lot of that is Taylor Swift being involved in this now, but they're hated. Uh, They are so hated, and whereas you think yesterday would have been you know, the the karma's chance or every other NFL fan base rooting against the Chiefs. That was going to be the game. Lamar, we get to hoist Lamar up and he finally slayed this evil beast. And it's not Hollywood. It's the real world. And the fact that all these other quarterbacks that are chasing Mahomes are still going to have to be doing that. And he's putting himself in a category that, let's all be honest, it may never be reached by the quarterbacks in his generation. Uh, not that he's going to get seven or eight rings like Brady, but if he beats Brock Purdy, which right now I think the Vegas spread is one point in favor of the Niners. Like, this may be his easier opponent of the last two that he's faced in Baltimore and, and Buffalo. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but three Super Bowls in five years, four appearances in five years, I mean, mercy. How, how do you top that as another team, as another quarterback in his generation, going to be pretty damn hard to do?
3: We'll talk more about the Niners. I, I do think your your point about Brock Purdy is is something – I know the 49ers fan listening right now, all of a sudden, now he wants to talk about Brock Purdy out of the blue after talking to him last week. He wasn't so sure about Brock Purdy. But, hey, Brock Purdy looked pretty darn good yesterday for the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk about them here in just a little bit. But what, what a run. And I do think this game, so many people are already predicting it right now. The Niners, the Ravens were the best team in the AFC. Some would argue the best team in the NFL. A lot of people all year, the Niners are the best team in the National Football League and some, I think, even picked San Francisco on this show. It wasn't Fat Jack. Was it you that picked the Niners? I can't remember. I think I chose, I think I might have chose the Niners when I think about it, but maybe I chose the Eagles on the NFC side. I have to go back and look and and check the tape, but we're we're getting a a rematch of what took place a couple years ago and... uh, That just makes this matchup a little bit more interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be great. But here's the the one thing I got to say about the Baltimore Ravens for one final time. Zay Flowers, all the talking there from Roquan Smith and Kyle Vignoy, and and you have Justin Tucker pregame. Have you ever seen The Wire, Jack Johnson?
4: Yes, I have.
3: I think you know where I'm going with this, Mm -hmm. right? I do, I do. You come at the king, you best not miss. And that's all I got to say about that. Baltimore won to the king. Well, they missed, to say the least. 316-247-0923. Feel free to continue those text messages. All right, we got to run. We already went long. Go figure. We'll continue to talk about the Chiefs. Sneak in a little read audio and, yes, we'll talk about the Niners and the Lions a little bit, too. That's next right here on The Pulse.
0: You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Join us at Rock and Bruce Casino Bremen Fridays and Saturdays in February for your chance to win big. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. every 30 minutes, two lucky guests will be drawn for $250 free play on Fridays and $350 free play on Saturdays. If one of those winners isn't present to win, you win both prizes up to $700 in free play. Only at Rock & Bruce Casino Brayman, I-35, exit 231. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all-around.
2: Wait, who's spotting the vault? Indeed
0: can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver.
3: <laughs> All right, Jack, I see what you're doing. <laughs> this is the theme of Baltimore Ravens fans, right? When they score a touchdown. You'd be correct. I know they do it across board sport and sporting events, but they definitely did this. Only one time yesterday after a touchdown because the Baltimore Ravens only had one touchdown yesterday. Chiefs get the win 17-10 to to move on to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about the NFC title game of moments. Of course, your thoughts are welcome on the text line, 316-247-0923. I want to hear from Andy Reid, though, post-game. We heard from Patrick Mahomes earlier today on the Shane Dennis Show, so let's hear from Big Red here is Andy Reid after a 17 to 10 win over the Ravens in the AFC title game. All
2: right, um, I don't have any injuries for you right now, so I'll have to get them to you tomorrow. Uh, but my hat goes off to uh, the Ravens and the and the city here of Baltimore. You've got a great football team. Uh, we appreciate your hospitality. It's a great environment to play in. Um, and then how about the Chiefs? You know, I mean, what a great deal that was. Uh, I thought our guys played hard, aggressive football. Um, it always starts with the offensive defensive line. They they came out, you know, with a purpose here and, and played their hearts out. Uh, Pat Mahomes did a great job, again, uh, as he normally does. But starting the game off with – 11 completions straight completions Uh, that's something something special and then to manage the game things that get kind of thrown by the side is him taking a sack there at the end so um, as opposed to trying to fit the ball in Um, he he took the sack kept the clock running good things happened there uh, at that particular time so and then our defense was outstanding uh we were able to get a lead and we were able to maintain that lead and and did it with a with great personality there so as they've done uh, throughout the season but my echoes out to Spags uh, to nags and, and to tobe uh, for the jobs that they've done as coordinators putting things together and most of all keeping the hope up right when things weren't maybe going as well MVs is a picture of that so people coming down on him everywhere he keeps it right there and does a great job with it i, mean, I thought he was just phenomenal uh, that kid um he's taking a beating here and he was able to just hang in there and, and battle so anyways time's yours Andy, uh, That the MDS again, how, was that <coughs> it at was, yeah it was no what an article i mean just a couple words um <laughs> it, it uh um it was zero blitz. We knew it was going to be zero blitz, and uh, or at least had a good idea. I mean, you never really know, but but we thought we knew. So, and it was, and it got MVS, you know, in a great position right there. I'm losing my voice here. Uh, got him in a great position uh, to make the play. Uh, Travis,
1: it was unlikely we have seen him quite some time. During the week, and he was talking about how this game meant more to him than any other game, <coughs> certainly before the game and after the game, he looked
0: like he was pumped up. what's Yeah, what's
2: yeah. listen, he's, he's – Travis is always fired up. You know, he's always fired up. Um, But but with the playoffs, he's even more so. And so um, I never worry about him being ready to go. He's always right there and um, just brings that emotion uh, to to the guys, that that, uh, just secure feeling that we're going to go get this thing uh, no matter what. And don't think of anything don't think of anything opposite that, we're, we're going to get it. So I appreciate his attitude always, uh, and he's just added a little bit to it, and I think that week off helped him. Um, so just uh, to, for him to um, be able to get a little bit of rest and get in there and, and go. Andy, this
3: team <coughs> has been doubted at certain times throughout the season. Just once they end about the adversity of this group to punch them and take it to the Super Bowl. <coughs>
2: yeah I mean easily you could fold um, I told you that after our game our last game against Buffalo I, never, I the thing that stood out to me most was just the positive attitude on the sideline through the highs and the lows of positive head that kind of tells you the season um, gives you the whole story there the guys uh, never doubted uh they just you know they put themselves in a position where you had a chance and they they you know they took care of that and mean, a great great attitude on this team
1: just related to that, Andy. I mean, when you, the story of how you got here—is that
2: is that what it is? This, this is a little different chapter this season than, than it's been. Yeah. Listen, I I think so. It, uh, one thing, Vahe, it's tough to back to back to back seasons. That's a tough thing. You played a lot of football games, um, and, and you've got to work through that. You know, you got to work through that mentally. That's not an easy thing. And so, um, I'm so happy for the guys and how they how they handled that. You know, and and. When it, when it came time to put the hammer down, uh, they put the hammer down, which was which was important. And the best part is we're not done. You know, we, we've got another game, and uh, you love these seasons to carry on as long as they can possibly carry on. And, and we're there, and that's uh, and now we 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 got to get right back at it and, and start grinding for whoever wins this this game here. <laughs>
3: talk about the. We were talking about this
2: a little bit before. Is there a cumulative? Mental it's not just one Isn't that a big cumulative all these years put together? What does that say about your team over yeah so yeah, so what you get when I say that what you get is everybody's best shot so every week you're gonna get the best shot and um, and so you you get there are no there are no games off for any of that stuff not any in the NFL anyways but there are no games off there's no light opponent um, you, you've got to bring it every week and so um again, to be in this position, that tells you a little bit of something about the mental makeup of this football
3: team. All right, we got, guys, we got to go really fast here. Go ahead, Mark.
2: When you talked earlier, Andrew, about sort of keeping hope up throughout all this season, did you, did you have your hope in <coughs> any moment that you sort of doubted your ability to be back in this fight? I've never doubted, no. No. Uh, that's not how we roll. So, never doubt.
1: Go ahead. Andy, uh, your defensive game plan, how difficult was that to come up with and how do you
2: feel like you guys executed? I thought, I, I thought we did a great job. That's an explosive offense. Um, you start looking at categories of, of efficiency, and they're, um, they're number one in a few spots there. So uh, you've got to make sure when you come in with that that you keep that quarterback somewhat in the pocket the best you can, and he's, a, he's an unbelievable competitor. So I, I thought our guys were able to do that up front. Um, I thought our linebackers did a good job. We asked them to um, not only cover tight ends, a great tight end, but also uh, these receivers at times. So we could, you know, Spags had a variety of things he was throwing at, him, at, at the offense, and I thought our guys did a nice job with all that. Last one. And coach, uh, speaking of <coughs> defense, the defensive guys had shirts that said it's Spags we trust. Just want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, no. I, I heard it was because his wife moved in, you know, to back here, you know, to Kansas City, which is a great thing. She's also a phenomenal cook. We appreciate her desserts. She makes great, great banana cream pudding, uh, which she's done every week this this season. So, um, anyways, um, Spags, Spags, I've known him a long time since the old college days. So I, I just uh, appreciated his effort and putting all these game plans together. He's not, you know.
0: He and I are about almost the same age,
2: so we're, we've seen a couple games.
3: I might need a shirt <laughs> like that. That was, a, that was pretty cool. When I saw the shirt, I was like, that's actually really nice. And Steve Spagnolo has had an incredible year and an incredible run for Kansas City. That guy received so much crud, though, over the last so many years. And all i got to say is this year going into it, the pieces that he had in place, he knew that the potential was there for this team to be a top five defense when it was all said and done. The pieces were there. It felt like it would be his most versatile defense. He had enough depth up front. Some would maybe question the, the edge group. But everywhere else, pretty darn good. And he was able to call a remarkable game yesterday versus the Baltimore Ravens. Real quick before we get to our Beast of the Week and some breaking Kansas City Chiefs news at that, The Chiefs are set to take on the San Francisco 49ers. That's because the Niners took down the Detroit Lions 34-31. to The Niners overcame a 17-point halftime deficit to beat the Lions. It was the largest halftime deficit overcome in conference championship history. Niners are playing in their eighth Super Bowl, tied with the Cowboys, Broncos, and Steelers for second most all-time. Patriots played for 11 of them. It's the 49ers' first Super Bowl appearance. Since 2019, back when they lost to the Chiefs 31-20. to Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the Niners. Entering the postseason, the Niners were 0-30 when trailing by seven points or more entering the fourth quarter. They erased that against the Packers. They were 0-19 when trailing by 17 or more points in the second half. They erased that versus the Detroit Lions. And now here they are with Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and that defense went away from winning a, a Super Bowl. i got to say, though, the Detroit Lions, they really aided things yesterday. I do give credit to San Fran. I'm not trying to say that they don't deserve credit because they do. They made plays. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, well, Brandon Iyuk in particular, Raiden Ayuk made an incredible catch down the field off a deflection. And it's like, well, if that's happening, then you're right back in it. And that was the play that got them back in it. Brock Purdy showed off his speed a couple different times against the Lions on scrambles, which that might be an underrated thing to watch in the Super Bowl next week. Because I do think while Brock Purdy's not as athletic as some quarterbacks, he can really scoot when he needs to, the Niners' defense was able to lock things up. Although the Lions, man, you look at Dan Campbell, what he did and his philosophy, his tendencies, that's what got Detroit there to that point in the game yesterday. But there are times where you have to change on certain situations. I felt like Dan Campbell refused to. And also, too, Jared Goff, he had a couple wide receivers. I think it was Josh Reynolds both times that dropped two pretty big catches. And that's what allowed the San Francisco 49ers. That door went wide open. And the Niners, you know what good teams do, you pounce on the opportunities, and that's exactly what they did. And Brock Purdy had a much better second half. Threw for 174 yards, ran for 49. He was 13 of 16 passing as much as we focus on Christian McCaffrey and other pieces for the Niners. Brock Purdy seems to be the straw that stirs the drink in San Francisco. You just hope that he manages things well. And he certainly did in half number two as the Niners take down the Lions. Felt like the Lions really choked that one away. But the Niners also pounced on those opportunities. And now we get a rematch. San Fran and Kansas City. What are we going to see next week? We'll break that down and so much more as we get closer and closer and closer. Our road to the Super Bowl coverage is presented to you by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. 316-247-0923. 316-247-0923. Spags for president. Thank you, texter. <laughs> 247-0923. I don't know why I'm saying thank you. I think I'm just saying thank you for the text message. But really, Spags this year has been sensational. Has had some perfect moments to unleash some different blitzes, different coverages. And he won a game yesterday with Charles and who suffering an injury, not having Willie Gay, and some of the other guys started to get banged up too. Chris Jones appeared to be banged up but fought through it. You have Mike Edwards get banged up. Deion Bush steps in and gets a pick in the red zone. Steve Spagnola, man. What more can you say? When we return, we'll tell you about that Chiefs breaking news and our Beast of the Week to wrap up our number one on the polls.
0: The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans, The Pulse, on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate, on that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use
1: any anchors? (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan, trendy.
4: And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
0: Based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
4: I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. Jim Babel.
0: Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
1: Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931 Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931 800-516-9931 That's 800-516-9931 800-516-9931
0: How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor, or outdoor, repair or redesign. And we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger. Except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com to get started. Get in zone. AutoZone.
1: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, uh, thinking about gas mileage? You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Mobile One can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get started on your next job today. With the parts you need, when you need them, at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone,
0: AutoZone.
1: Restrictions apply. Good morning,
0: Baltimore. Every day's like an open door. Every night is a fantasy. Every sound's like a symphony. <laughs> okay,
3: I, morning, I have never Baltimore. seen the movie. At least I think this is the right movie. Is this Hairspray? It is. Wow. So my wife, who's very much in the theater, I enjoy music. It's just I haven't seen musicals. doesn't happen very often. I haven't seen Mamma Mia and some of the other ones. So maybe in the future we will. But that just sounded hairspray <laughs> Like, I've heard bits and pieces of it. That sounded like a hairspray deal. Good pull, Jack Johnson. I can't wait to see some more. Should be great. Got a couple more text messages, 316-247-0923, and I really appreciate all the interaction today. One person asked, is Spags being considered for any head coaching jobs? If not, why not? Simply because of his age, right, Jack? I don't know why Steve Spagnuolo would want to try and be a head coach at this stage.
4: Yeah, because of his
3: age, right?
4: Yeah, I'd imagine some of it would be age. and he also, I think, was an interim at one point. It did not go yeah, very well. Yeah, he was. So,
3: yeah, uh, yeah, he was. Track
4: record's not great. I don't think he wants to be a head coach anymore.
3: I don't think so either. And 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 some guys want to be that way, and and I respect it. You don't have to be the head honcho. The thing is, being the head honcho sometimes it is good because. You don't have to worry about falling on a sword if you're a DC or no C. If things are going south, usually the OC and DC, those guys are getting the, the axe first because they are going to get their heads chopped off before the head coach. It's like a final last resort type of move by a head coach. But yeah, Steve Spagnolo, don't think he would ever, ever want to bounce. And at this point, he just seems comfortable and shoot. I would be, too, if I had this type of defense. However, this defense is taking a big blow because Charles Amenahue had a great game yesterday and has had a great season after being suspended for six games. He tore his ACL yesterday against Baltimore, and he had a feeling. Watching the replay, non-contact, the way that he went down, grabbing his knee, you had a feeling it was a torn ACL, and it is. And that is a big blow for Kansas City and we will monitor what the Chiefs will do moving forward. Real quick, our Beast of the Week. We always do this. We take a look at the past weekend and choose a big-time performance from the past weekend. It's hard not to look at Patrick Mahomes and go, yeah, you know, there's other people with better performances. Well, he was able to do yesterday, starting the first quarter, going perfect, it was... It was just the perfect tone setter. Perfect tone setter. Dude was locked in. I think I saw Justin Tucker on social media say something along the lines so it was all in good fun. Well, it wasn't so fun afterward now, was it? Because you are going to Cancun, and Patrick Mahomes is going to Vegas. Patrick Mahomes, man, does he have another? And the thing is, it's not like he threw for five touchdowns yesterday. It's not like he ran a whole heck of a lot, too. What does he have in store for the Super Bowl? He's already been on one. He was locked in against the Bills, really locked in last last night, or yesterday, I should say, against Baltimore. What does he have for one more performance for 2023-24? We'll see. Jack, Beast of the Week?
4: Yeah, don't need to go much further than Patrick Mahomes. I'll go with Travis Kelsey here. Uh 11 for 11. Target 11 times, 11 catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Backing it up uh, for what he did in the pregame of tossing Justin Tucker's equipment to the side. I think a lot of people were preying on the downfall of Kelsey, not only uh, in that game, I would say all season, because of being in so many commercials, dating Taylor Swift, but shoot, I don't know many guys that can do stuff like that in the pregame (laughs) and then back it up with performances like that. And not to say that he's some old grandpa, but... He's not some 27, 28-year-old spring chicken. He's on the back half of his career and 11 for 116 on the road in the AFC title game. Man, that might have been one of the best performances of Travis Kelsey's career considering the moment and the amount of difficulty he had on some of those catches. So uh, he is yeah. my beast of the week.
3: Well, he scored on the unscorable safety of Kyle Hamilton. Exactly. He did it. And I love how someone pointed that out right away. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton might uh, not might not have given up a touchdown to a uh, tight end all all season, he has to face Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and Travis Kelsey showed it on a remarkable grab. Now, Kyle Hamilton made some great plays. I'm not trying to say he's a bad player because he is not a bad player. He's pretty darn good. But Travis Kelsey is just a little bit better. And also, too, Travis Kelsey, anytime that you are better than Jerry Rice in something, I think that makes you a pretty decent player. Congratulations to him for another remarkable accolade. Achieved. Just incredible. Hey, we'll switch gears in hour number two. We'll have college basketball reaction. If you did want to sneak in some more Chiefs thoughts, though, in hour number two, because you missed hour number one, we'll do our best to try to sneak it in, especially early on. But KU, K State, Wichita State, all in action. We'll get to it all next, right here in hour number two on the Pulse on Wichita's sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Oh.